All right, lads. Mick Thomas here. I know what you're thinking. Jesus Christ, another podcast I got to subscribe to? Yes. Yes, you do. Only this one is going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to hold you hostage for an hour, two hours, three hours with guests that you've never heard of that have just no stories to tell, uh, uninteresting people. It's just going to be me. That's all it is. Me. And I'm just going to rant and rave here for a little bit of time. I'm going to tell you how usually my week was. And that's uh, basically what, it, what it's going to be. I'm going to talk about the show I just did. So if you're listening to this, that means you were probably just at a show. Um, so that's all. I don't know what I'm going to call it. I don't know where it's going to go. I'm not out there looking to reach the numbers of uh, Joe Rogan, which of course would be extremely nice. But I just want to kind of get some extra content out there to share with with people you know and if uh and that's basically you know if you want to come along just listen you know i'd like you to subscribe share with your friends let them know and uh we'll take it from there but um like i said i i have no idea what i'm going to call it and i have no idea how many of these i'm going to do but if i can keep these podcasts to 20 minutes a week i'm sure that's doable it's no excuse i don't want to be lazy right there's nothing worse than a lazy person that has excuses for not doing everything so uh, I hope you get a kick out of these podcasts or not. It's going to be me ranting and raving, basically. So that's the whole beauty of it. If you have any questions along the way that you ever want to ask me or bring or have me bring up, I'm on Instagram as Mick Thomas Comedy. So send me a DM there and I will get your answer out on the podcast. Don't be a dick with your questions. All right, let me just put that out there. I'm not going to answer dicky questions. All right, so I've had the weirdest week so far, so we'll dive right into it. It started off on Sunday. I was at the comic strip, right? Love the comic strip, 82nd and 2nd in Manhattan. And I had the last spot of the night, the closing spot of the night. That's usually a tough spot for those of you who don't know comedy. Usually with the closing spot, the reason what makes it so tough is that um, while you're in the middle of your performance, if you're 20-minute spot that you're doing, they deliver at the checks, right? And then usually what happens is people kind of talk to each other. They're like, well, you, I didn't have one of these. I paid last time. It's your turn. It's, it's fucking hell. No comic likes the check spot. Comics are good at the check spot, but it's, it's an awful hard spot. So if you're ever at a club and a check arrives... Be courteous of those people, all right? It's a tough job to be up there as it is, let alone doing the check spot. But anyway, so I had the check spot and I was about to go up, I think it was 20, 20 to 10, 9.40 on a Sunday night. And I turned to my left and at the bar, we usually were the comics in. Uh, Tracy Morgan walked in, the very, very funny, very, very popular Tracy Morgan walked in and he... Usually at a comedy club, when a celebrity, and we'll call him a celebrity, walks in or someone of his caliber, they, they get to go up. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You get to, uh, they get to go up on stage. I've never seen someone, especially of his caliber, being turned away. So as soon as he said that, I just turned to the manager and went, just give me my money and I'm going to go home. Because I knew I was getting bumped right that's usually what happens when these guys show up you get you get bumped but it was a different case so what happened was uh he just turned to me goes oh, i'm just gonna do five minutes sorry about the bad tracy morgan impression so he said he's gonna do five minutes which means he's still gonna do an hour um 
So I said, all right, man, I'll stick around. So he went up, and of course the whole place went banana shit. They were on their feet, clapping, cheering. Um, y- you know, it's, it's Tracy Morgan. They're in the midst of a, of a famous person, of, of his a very funny guy from SNL, 30 Rock. And everyone's got their phone out, and it's just, it, it's chaotic in there, right? He goes up and he does his, his, his hello stuff, drives them all crazy. But then, you know what he does? He was a gentleman. He only did 10 minutes when people were expecting to do, do 30 minutes, to half an hour, 30 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes. He actually only did 10 minutes, to be fair, to give him credit. And he got off stage, right? Now, how do you follow that? Everybody in the room has gone batshit crazy. They've all got their phones out. So now what they're doing is they're texting every single person in their phone, right? A picture of Tracy. Because that's what people do now. They don't want to go and just go, all right, let me listen to what this guy has to say. They just want to put on social media. Like, look how great my life is. I'm hanging with Tracy Morgan on a Sunday night. What are you doing? And it's so fake, man. It's so fake. Just when someone comes on, I've seen it all the time with famous people. I'm like... You know, even young comics were there that night and they were, uh, when I say young comics, I mean their age, it just means the length of time they're doing it. And they, they saw this comedic legend, like him or not, stand-up boys. They went into the room, took pictures and then left. They didn't even want to stick around and watch him to learn from him. But that's, you know, that's just the difference between a hungry comic and, a, and someone that's not hungry, in my opinion. So Tracy went up and he... Uh, he killed, everyone took their pictures, they send it to their social media. He gets off, and now Mick, Mick Thomas goes up, right? Nobody knows who he is, right? You don't know who I am. You only know me because of you saw me last week or the week before. That's it. Nobody knows me. And, like, how do you follow that? And I was surprised I did really well, actually. I had one of the most fun sets I've had in a long, long time. Because it's happened before if I had to follow SNL people and it just kind of sucks, man, because people saw their celebrity now. They, they, they took their pictures and then this Irish boy goes up there and they don't recognize me. I'm a nobody. So it's like I'm very anticlimactic. Anti, is that right? Anti, anticlimatical? Anticlimatic. I'll stick with that. I could be wrong. I'm sure I'm wrong, but I'll stick with it because I'm an idiot. And, uh, but I went up and I turned to, um, basically what I said to him was like, all right, everybody get your phones back out again. And I want you to take pictures of me and send them to everybody in your phone that you just sent the Tracy Morgan picture. So there was a woman to my right. And, uh, I said, who did you, how many people did you send that Tracy Morgan picture? She goes more than I can count. So I said, all right, send them all my picture. And I was doing fake poses on stage. It was quite funny. And then they sent them out to, uh, she sent the same to the same people, except this idiot was in the picture. So every two minutes, I would turn and just check. I'm like, hey, how, who, uh, anyone write back? It's like, mm-hmm. They wrote back, who this motherfucker? <laughs> uh, it was a fun night, man. It was a fun, it was a fun night to start my, uh, to start my week off. But then the next, so I go home, I had to get up at, Four, yeah, four in the morning because I had an eight o'clock flight to uh, Los Angeles, LA, California. I was in Santa Monica. Uh, me and my manager, we had a meeting out there 
and uh, with a I can't really talk about that because it's still up in the air. Nothing, no decisions have been made on stuff, so I don't really want to talk about it either one to jinx it or number two just in case I'm not allowed to. But I go to California and I just flew in for the for the meeting and then back out again. Right, you thought your commute was bad. I flew five, I think five and a half hours. Yeah, five and a half hours out there. I landed at 12 because of the time difference, went, had my meeting, got back in the car, um, back to the whole, back to the airport and flew right back again. Um, all just for one meeting, but also in there with us too, because my manager also manages Paul Verzi. Very, very funny guy. And uh, so me and Verzi are, were both at this, this uh, studio, uh, movie TV studio. And it's ridiculous, man. Everybody is just gorgeous who works there. Like, everybody is fucking gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like, I walk into the bathroom, the bathroom guy attendant is just, he's a model. And uh, so I'm standing there with Verzi and our manager. I'm waiting to go up into the elevator. And they send something down for us. And this kid comes out and uh when i say kid i don't mean that as a disrespectful thing as in he's he he just looks so so young but he gets out and he's just you just get mad at him he's like he's did you ever do that see someone so good looking you just get mad at him for no reason whatsoever and <laughs> so he comes down and introduces himself gets in the elevator and as he's walking away i told i turned to verzi and i go how fucking unattractive do you feel right now and we we were like, we're just two average Joes in this whole world of just gorgeous people. Very intimidating. But the meeting went well. We had a lot of fun, a lot of yeses and noes. And, you know, as, as you can kind of guess, those uh, type of meetings go to. But on the way back, I'm flying over and uh, I'm in the middle seat, right? I don't know what that's called. Um... But I'm sitting and I got my two two arms on the armrest. Now, I'm not going to explain the whole plane etiquette of the three-seat rule because go check out Jim Jeffries. does a great bit on that. And I'm not going to go into to detail about it. So here's where my kind of week started to get, like, really, really weird. And it's like I had arguments with people all week, so... Watching, I I flew JetBlue. JetBlue are really fun to fly with. My friend is a pilot for them. I was kind of hoping he would have got me upgraded to one of those sleeping pods. Which, by the way, walking back to my seat through the, those 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 uh seats with more legroom, I don't want to be insensitive. I don't want to be a hack, but sitting in one of the seats was a little person. Is that what they they call now? Because you you can't call a midget. You can't. I don't know what the right the right term is, but. He he already has all the leg room. Like, I don't understand why he paid for it. I don't know. I don't know. I guess extra perks come with it that he wanted to. So I don't, I don't want to be a hack or be insensitive to him. So, but I guess he paid for it. Now that I said it out loud, I realize he probably paid for uh, more perks. Better booze. Better food, I guess. Right? So he, uh, yeah, man. He got the fucking, he had the life of Riley. So I'm sitting there in the, in the seats, and if you ever fly JetBlue, the remote control for the TVs are right there on the armrest. So I'm sitting there on the arm, my both elbows are on the armrest, and I'm watching something, like a sitcom, I think, whatever it was, 
Rick and Morty. That's what it was. I, I know Rick and Morty. If you ever get a chance, you can check it out. Very funny show. And I the 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 headphone jack doesn't work, so I had to. It doesn't fit my thing, so I need to update. Did you ever go to the gym? You go to your gym and get on the treadmill, and notice uh like it has that big old iPhone three jack or iPhone four thing on it now, and it's just useless and it's all dusty and and worn down. Nobody uses it anymore. So same with JetBlue with the thing. They had the regular earmuff thing. Earmuffs. What the fuck is wrong with you? The regular port. And I, so I, I was watching stuff with subtitles. But the woman next to me was watching something on HGTV. You know, one of those that's fucking build a house type thing or whatnot. And uh, so I guess I accidentally changed the channel with my elbow. Um, and she went, ugh, ugh, arms in the air. And I go, I am, I go, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. That was an accident. I apologize. I, you know, she's like, ah, oh, my show. I'll never find it now. So I guess I changed her channel. But I went on. And I'm kind of tech savvy with that kind of. No, you don't have to be tech savvy to get that shit. So I went on and I found a channel for her. And she was just like still going, ugh, ugh. And I was like, now, now I'm pissed. All right. Now I said, sorry. What more do you want from me? And she's like, I'm after missing 10 minutes of it now. And now I don't know what's going on. So I went again, I'm sorry. And I went back to Rick and Morty. And she's just, she keeps fucking throwing her hands in the air. Right? She keep voice. You know that one where people just can't let it go? It's usually her girlfriend or a wife. Right? And they just don't let the little things go. And she just keeps going on. And I go, all right, look, you made your point. I said, sorry. She goes, now I don't know what's going on. I go, all right, let me tell you something. They get the house, right? They get, like, those shows on HGTV, they never end with, like, they never end with, yeah, the bank called, you're, uh, you don't make enough money, you don't get approved for, or your credit score is shit. Like, those shows never end that way. So, uh, but that was my fucking, that was my, uh, my trip to, to LA. And it was just, just arguments from there on in. And I was in right now, I, uh, I'm coming to you from Connecticut. I'm up in Connecticut working on something. And so I go last night to the movies. I go to movies all, all the time by myself. It's peaceful. It's relaxing. But I'm online. And I've never been to this movie theater up here before. And it's huge. Like huge. It's in a mall. So I guess everybody and their mother goes there. And it's the only thing to do in this town. But it's a huge movie theater. So I get online, there's like seven lines open for popcorn and, and whatnot and what have you, you know, all your snacks, your usual stuff. And the line isn't moving. I'm maybe nine people deep in this line and it's just, all the lines are crawling on. So I didn't want to do line hop, line hop. Oh, that line's moving faster, let me go over there. Because you know that never works out, right? You move over to that line and you're always caught with the other shit. So... The woman and the woman and daughter in front of me, and the line's not moving now, right? They they and she's in like the daughter's probably in her late twenties, and then she's got her mother being whatever her mother is, and uh, all of a sudden they see their friend from a distance who's further back on another line. So they give a wave to each other, and then they come over, and it's another girl and her mother around the same age, and they hug and they talk. And if you've seen that episode of Carb Your Enthusiasm where he does a whole thing on the cut and talk, where they come up and they just start cutting the line, they start talking and then all of a sudden now they're in the line ahead of you. So I'm like, son of a B, 
bitch, the line's not moving. My movie's, my movie started. My start time was seven ten, but you know there's fucking trailers and stuff, so it's not really gonna start in time. But uh, so I said it to him. I go, you guys just cut in line. And they go, no, we're with these people. Goes, you did, you didn't, and I didn't want to do too much of a, of a friggin' Larry David thing. But it, I was like, you did, you you because you. It's not like you came up and said, "Oh, good, you found the movie. You got this." Like you were, you were surprised to see each other. You haven't seen each other, and you could tell that. And the woman was like, "No, they, they, we were saving their spot." We text and go, "All right, well, I guess I gotta give you the the benefit of that then, don't I?" Get mad, blood's boiling, blood's boiling. Need to calm down, Mick. So I get online again. Now all of a sudden, the fucking line. We finally get up there. The people in front of me finally get up there, and she goes, "What will I get?" I don't know, they, like you. So I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ! I say, and she turns and goes, "Do you have a problem?" I go, "I kind of do, yeah." You were on the same line as me for twenty minutes, twenty whole minutes. You've been on the same line, and you you do like you don't know what you want this whole time. You didn't decide, and then they're going back and forth to refrigerators, like oh they don't have grape soda here. Fucking enraging, right? They bite their shit. They go in. I get my popcorn. And I go in, I sit down, sold out. So I, I barely got one seat. Now I'm passing this woman next to me. Now I'm not being insensitive about people who are, who have fat, who are fat, but she was like, you know those people where they get to the point where they just genuinely don't take care of themselves anymore, where it's not necessarily, like you're not fat, you're now you're just really morbidly obese and you do, you don't shower, you don't... Like when when she was in the lazy the lazy thing the lazy boy chair, which we all know kind of the the recliners now she looked like she was part of the recliner. Do you know what I mean? Like the arms fit in and the, like the whole thing, she looked like a recliner with with a face. So, I'm sitting next to her. She's not a bother. She's not bothering me. Then another family came in and sat to my right. Three people, mother, father, and a son. The son was about, I don't know, nineteen twenty. Trying to paint the picture for you folks. I don't know. I didn't ask to see their IDs. So the woman beside me keeps looking over past me at the, the big woman beside me. Now the big woman next to me. I should call the woman to my left. I shouldn't say the big woman. That's insensitive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry people out there. Don't want my first podcast to be reported for body shaming. So she, uh, she leans over and she's looking this woman up and down. I don't know, maybe they know each other. Maybe she's trying to figure out what I was trying to figure out. She gets up, goes outside. Five minutes ago, I'm not paying attention. The movie started. She comes back in one of those white share bags. You know, like a, like a white, white share bag. And she proceeds to pour her large popcorn into the small bag. And she turns to me and she goes, hey, can you do me a favor? I go, yeah, what's going on, love? Can you pass that to that woman? I go, all right. Very weird, but okay. So I passed the bag over to the other one. Like, this woman sent this over. And she goes, she was disgusted. And she went, she goes, I, I don't want that. I'm like, all right, but she sent it over. She goes, I don't want it. So then I turn back to the other one because she doesn't want it. And I give it back. She goes, no, give it back to her. She doesn't have anything. I'm sharing it with her. So I turn back to the other woman and goes, well, she said you don't have anything. You're sharing. She wants to share with you. And then she goes, I don't want it. So now I lean back. I go, she doesn't want it. I go, this is not a fuck. And this is where I snap again. I go, this is not a fucking baseball game. I'm not passing your beer and your hot dog. Here's a popcorn. She doesn't want it. What, what, what does it matter to you if she doesn't, if she, look, she wants to eat less. Like, support her. Why are you 
Maybe that's what's wrong with her. Maybe she started off as a normal, healthy person and she goes to the movies a lot like I do and then people decide to just to put fucking food down her gullet. I don't know, right? So I go, why are you yelling? The movie just started. Why, why is this necessary? She said no. So it just goes, fuck it. It just never ends, man. Connecticut, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Connecticut? The weirdest people when it comes to movies. So then today, today is, this is my last rant, right? It's my last, my last rant, my last problem. Today I go to Subway, right? I know Subway food, like I try to eat healthy when I'm on the road and Subway doesn't necessarily cover eating healthy. But they advertise like they do. Out of all the fast food places, they kind of advertise like they're the healthiest. And I, and I know you're practically eating out of a dumpster. I know that. So I go in and I'm ordering my salmon and this woman walked in with her son and he was seven and seven or eight years old. And, oh my God, you should have heard how he spoke to his mother, right? You know that those kids were like, the mother just fucking doesn't discipline at all because she wants to be the kid's friend. Jesus Christ. He was fucking screaming at her. Like about what type, what he wanted, a sandwich he wanted. He just or called her by her name, everything. So then I heard him say like, he, wanted, he wanted chocolate chip cookies. Like fucking chocolate chip cookies are my favorite absolute favorite and i think subway make one of the best sorry for those cookie enthusiasts i just think they're one of the best so she uh she so she goes yeah yeah i'll, I'll get you chocolate chip cookies so i'm getting my sandwich and i'm talking to the guy might rain today banter right treat him like a human being and then i go he goes what do you want with your with your with your sandwich i get my piece of shit sandwich and i get a soda with it and i go how much are the cookies and he go to her they're three for one ninety nine, and I go. I'll take him. He goes three cookies coming up. I went no. I want all the chocolate chip cookies. There was, there was only like six there. I'm like fucking wrap them up. Like I just wanted to be, a dick like an infant. Like I I'm worse than this child I guess because of how I acted, and I just get the cookies, and I stood there, even though I got my sandwich, I could have left, and I just stood there like waiting for her to turn around her kid and go yeah they have no more chocolate chip cookies left because they're not making them right away you know it takes a while for him to make them the fucking tantrum that this kid and I, I, it's a problem right it's a problem for me that I enjoyed I enjoyed this kid's misery I think I have fucking problems man you know I have absolute problems I need to work on but uh, but for the meantime I'm going to continue to antagonize little children that's the level that I'm at but uh, anyway so this weekend coming up I um, it doesn't matter where I am because it probably won't be out by then so that's my first episode guys that's keeping it short and sweet just trying to touch some bases with you let you know what's uh, what's going on here we are at 23 minutes that's not bad right that's not a killer hopefully I helped your commute to work and you got to hang out with old Mick Thomas and uh, like if you want to send any emails any kind whatsoever or any messages to me, any questions, any comments, send them to Mick Thomas Comedy on Instagram. That's where I am. But uh, I don't have any fancy music, folks. I don't have any, any outros, uh, anything like that. But I just want to say thanks so much for... Maybe I'll do my own outro. All right? I just want to say thanks so much for listening. And uh, I hope you subscribed. And I hope we get to hang out with each other every single week. All right? Have a good day. I love you all. The end of the podcast.